KRCL, Salt Lake City. Support for Radioactive on KRCL comes from our sustaining members and Mark Miller Subaru. Homegrown's all right with me. Homegrown is the way it should be. Homegrown is a good thing. Plant that bell and let it ring. Homegrown. Ah, homegrown. Definitely here on KRCL 909 Day in the parking lot at 509 West, 300 North in downtown Salt Lake. I'm Laura Jones. Welcome to Radioactive, a show for grassroots activists, community builders, punk rock farmers, and DIY creatives. And boy, have we got a parking lot full of them tonight. You still got time to get on down here and check it out? Got our KRCL record sale, the first one of the season, the first one in a couple of years where you can come in person. So plenty of stuff to peruse and lots of great community partners joining us. Coming up on the show tonight, first of all, Al Dine is under the weather, but he did send us in a bit of his road trip to Cortez, Colorado from last weekend, so you will hear his voice later in the hour. We've got fresh and homegrown music from the Zizus playing in the parking lot, and if you do get down here at 7, they're going to do a whole set. There's a skate demo, a skateboard demo that's going to go on with Oddstar. they got a half pipe in the parking lot. Also on the show, Amy May of Tree Utah is here with an announcement. I believe it has something to do with the Guadalupe neighborhood. We've got Skywatcher Leo T stopping in, and we've got Lacey Papa George of Dairy West and talking with us about the fair, which started this weekend, going on just a neighborhood to the west of us in the fair park. Also, we have uh, Farm to Glass Cocktails with Jeremy Bradford Pugh of Salt Lake Magazine, his mixologist Alex Thompson from Copper Common. We've got Festa Italiana, and we've got Mestizo. In fact, I want to talk to Dave Galvan right before we get the Zizzo's first song in. Dave, how you doing? I'm doing well, Laura. So Mestizo Coffee House uh, in the Note District to the south of us at 600 West and North Temple. But you've also been in the, uh, the Guadalupe and the Rose Park area for, for decades. What do you think about what's going on in the neighborhood these days? A KRCL's here. I'm excited, of course. <laughs> you brought us some empanadas, right? I did. All right, squeeze on up to that microphone and tell us what kind. So we've got a beef and bell pepper, a little spice to that one, a green chili and chicken green chili, cilantro, hatch, hatch roasted hatch. I love it. And also uh, ham. <laughs> Ham, green chili, and cheese. Yeah, you, you finally put the green chili in with the ham. Yes, and I cheese. Did. Yes. So, folks, if you can hear us, if you're here at the uh, 909 Day Block Party Record Sale, uh, Dave is serving empanadas while they last. You just need to come up to where we're broadcasting. But uh, Mestizo Coffee House, how many years now? Going on 15. 15 years in the neighborhood, and you've created a place for people to gather, and you're back too, right? Meaning we're open? Yes. Yes. <laughs> open longer, open later, and a community space that you're hoping to really activate again in the coming year? Uh, we've got a couple things in, in shows and yeah. in the works. Yes. There's a new one hanging in the gallery. What is it? Do you uh, remember? Uh, John, <laughs> you can check on it and text yeah, yeah. me later. Let me, let me I, I, I totally put you on the spot. I apologize. But the empanadas, folks, they're up here at the broadcast booth. Come and ask Joaquin for a couple while they last. All right. So thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, Laura. All right. Let's get the Zizus fresh and homegrown. Hey, Zizus, how you doing? Hey, we're doing good. So we got Georgina Zizu, Casey Zizu, Greg Zizu, and Rage Zizu. <laughs> I just love the band. I'm so happy you're here. You're going to play a set after the show. But what are we going to hear first? Uh, so we're going to start out with one of our newer songs. It's unreleased. It's called Lost in Space. And I wrote it for my five-year-old son because he likes to call people humans. I love it. Lost in Space, the Zizu's Fresh and Homegrown, Radioactive, KRCL. Sometimes when you're in outer space, you forget 
about the human race I don't wanna be on this ship I just wanna be kissed with lips Sometimes when you go through a black hole You forget you have a soul Lost in space Lost in space Lost in space Lost in Sky, Skywatcher Leo T here. As we look up, as dusk turns to night, Arcturus twinkles due west. It's getting lower every week and sparkling more as it enters the atmosphere. From Arcturus, the narrow kite-shaped pattern of Bautes extends upper right by a little more than two fists at arm's length. Farther off to the right in the northwest, the Big Dipper is turning more and more level. It sort of sinks pretty low late in the night. The full moon is exactly full at 3.59 a.m. Mountain Time, Saturday morning. The moon rises in the east-southeast after sunset Friday and continues to be rather giant on through Sunday as well. As the stars come out Friday night, Saturday morning, you can see that the moon is between bright Jupiter to its lower left and dimmer Saturn farther to the moon's upper right. And of course, this changes every night. And continuing with some moon magic, it's many cultures, one sky. And the other morning, I had the pleasure of talking with Larry Harper, retired English and ethics professor at Utah Valley University and current sky watcher and desert mystic. We're here down in the Red Rock country and the Juniper and uh, Pinion Jays in central Utah. And I'm here with Larry Harper, and he has something to relate to us about the moon. One of the most prominent features on our moon is the Sea of Rain, sometimes called the Sea of Showers. It's one of the larger craters in our entire solar system. Uh, it can sometimes be recognized as that large left eye, as we look at it, in the man in the moon. And the Sea of Rain is rich in features. It has lava flows, mountain peaks, mountain ranges, and craters. One impact crater, the Bay of Rainbows, also called the Golden Handle, is considered one of the most beautiful features on the moon. It's best seen about 10 or 11 days after the new moon when it is on the terminator line. That evening, if you're lucky and using binoculars, you can see the inside of the crater in darkness and then to the west of the crater, the dark on the dark of the moon is also in shadow. And what remains visible in the sunlight is just the peaks of the crater, the Bay of Rainbows, forming an arc or a rainbow. And it is breathtaking. And so it is a stunning way to see skyscraping peaks sticking out of the curve of the moon. And let's take the little Skywatcher spaceship out a little bit further. And amongst the treasures, the Webb, Hubble, and many other deep space telescopes are finding. James Webb spots an alien planet shrouded in weird sand-filled clouds in which astronomers spotted evidence of silicate-rich clouds around a brown dwarf nearly 20 times the size of Jupiter. This finding confirms some earlier theories about these odd planet-like worlds. Brown dwarfs are strange objects that are not quite big enough to ignite into stars, but a little too big for ordinary planets. The brown dwarf orbits two small red dwarf stars, some 72 light years from Earth in the constellation Corvus the Crow in the southern sky, which is fun to look at when you can. And a second huge eruption from the sun hammers Venus. That's right, the sun's been kind of acting kind of funny lately. This was a big event. Earth's sister planet Venus is experiencing a bout of extreme space weather this week after a giant sunspot not visible from Earth expelled an enormous plasma burst toward the scorching hot planet Venus. The CME is the second to have hit Venus in a week. Another one erupted from the sun on Wednesday, August 30th and reached the planet three days later, just as the European Solar Orbiter spacecraft flew by. So keep looking up, look around, and get lost in space. Skywatcher Leo T. Skywatcher Leo T.
T, who is actually here at the KRCL 909 Day Block Party and Record Sale. Hey, Leo, how you doing? Hey, Laura, what a fantastic event here. Yeah. Wow. So you're taking uh, the show on the road, it sounds like. Yeah, down in uh, Capitol Reef, we were out there, a little bit walking around out there. It was 100 degrees down there, too, so <laughs> we were looking for shade, but we yeah. heard pinion jays and some of that stuff. Down How was the Milky Way above you at night? Milky Way was good. We had a little bit of clouds one night. The next night, though, it was all cleared up, and we saw some nice uh, some things going on. And We didn't see uh, Diddy, Mose, and Dimorphus, though. Why not? Well, because uh, there are asteroids out there. and <laughs> They're a bit far away. A bit far away. NASA's <laughs> going to be out there, though, here in a couple of days. They're going to play a little bit of pool with one of those asteroids, see if they can knock it out of the Earth's oh, that's trajectory. Right. That's right. And then also, you've been following what's going on with uh, Artemis One, the moon launch that we're trying to do again. Is it going to happen soon, or are we looking well, at October now? Well, probably October, I'm thinking. But they were saying September 23rd, but they sort of did that with a little bit yeah, of... Yeah, it's got to be perfect. Got to be perfect, be and perfect. that hydrogen leak has got to be fixed. And so people can get into touch with you if they got a, a Many Cultures, One Sky story they want to share on your Facebook page. Yep, love to have it on Skywatcher Leo T on the Facebook page. Just to connect there, and we'll love to hear what your story is. Thank you, Skywatcher Leo T. You, love your reports every every Friday. Go Take care. Yourself. All right. Laura Jen Jones. Lopez is here from Clever Octopus. How you doing? Doing great. We're having fun. <laughs> so over at the record sale, you've got your infinite tentacles, which is... Infinite Tentacle is a project of Clever Octopus in which we cut and sew new materials out of, new products out of reclaimed materials, including banners and signage from a bunch of events and uh, upholstery samples. So they're really hard to recycle stuff. And we're recycling together records that would otherwise end up in the landfill because we get a lot of donations that aren't playable, that folks, unfortunately, it's like the land of misfit records, just not a home for them. And we are upcycling them into these smooth pulled record bowls, which can hold business cards or they can act as an amplifier. It's pretty cool. And you're stretching over there at the record sale, right? We've got all our jigs set up, we've got an oven set up, and uh, we are softening records and stretching them into new bowls. So look for Jen Lopez and Clever Octopus over at the record sale. Thanks, Jen. Well, thank you. All right, uh, we're gonna get our cocktails set up. So I'd like to welcome to the show from Salt Lake Magazine, we have Jeremy Bradford oh, Pugh. Hey. hey, how you doing? Good, great to be here. This is awesome. Isn't it, out in the this parking lot? This is a regular lot? neighborhood. Block party. We're in the shade, and we yeah. got empanadas. Remember, folks, if you're here at the block party, come on up to the broadcast booth. Get yourself an empanada or ten. We got quite a few to choose from, from Mestizo. But uh, uh, you brought with you a mixologist because going on right now is the Farm to Glass cocktail contest that you do every year. Yeah, it's our 2022 Farm to Glass cocktail contest. We uh, feel the, a range of bartenders from what I think are the best bars in Salt Lake City and ask them to create a, uh, a seasonal concoction using uh, lo you know, see local seasonal ingredients and the spirits of their choice. Um, this year we asked them to kind of try to avoid the pumpkin spice or any <laughs> nutmeg, and they came through with spades. So we're calling this year's cocktail contest One More Day of Summer. It's another One more little, day of summer? little okay. taste of the season. All so. right. We'll introduce your mixologist, Alex Thompson. This is Alex Thompson from uh, Copper Common. Uh, one of the contenders um, and, and among the other the 14. Mm -hmm. uh, we encourage you to all to go into each of these bars, belly up and try it. But here's Alex. Yeah. Hey, Alex, how you doing? Good, how are you? So we want to set you mixing. So walk us through what you're about to do. And then Barb Guy, I need you to come up to the broadcast booth. She's my designated sipper. Okay, great. Okay. <laughs> and we awesome. might need a few more, so uh, stand by, folks. But uh, what are you going to mix? Yeah, so... Um, Lean on into that microphone. My cocktail is kind of a riff on a spritz or like an Aperol spritz or an Americano style cocktail. Um, so that would typically consist of a bitter and a fortified wine and then some soda on top. So really refreshing and light, kind of like an aperitivi style okay. patio sipper cocktail. Well, this counts as a patio. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm doing Coqui Americano, which is like a fortified wine. It's a fortified white wine it's got some like cinnamon and gentiany notes a little bit bitter and then bonal which is another fortified wine from uh, red grapes actually so kind of a mix there and then I made a syrup out of local cherries and 
really simple, just a herb syrup. It's got tarragon and dill and Ooh. serving it with soda on top. That sounds delightful. Yeah. Well, Barb's going to have to tell us in her objective opinion what she thinks of this, this farm-to-glass cocktail. So we're going to set you free to go and, and mix. And Barb Guy's going to sit on down there in your chair so she can taste it. But Amy May from Tree, Utah is with us as well. Uh, longtime collaborator with Listener's Community Radio of Utah and former staffer here at KRCL. How are you? That's right. Thanks, Laura. I'm great. Good to be here. So what's the big announcement for Tree, Utah? Tree, Utah is moving to the Guadalupe neighborhood. Yay, we got neighbors! <laughs> We're so excited. Yeah. It just went through in the last couple of weeks, and we'll be moving later on this month. Um, we're just going to be a half block north. So. Well, Tree Utah planting thousands of trees across the Beehive State. In fact, you're seeking volunteers. We are. We've got a huge planting to kick off the planting season this Saturday, tomorrow morning, starting at 9 a.m. at Germania Park in Murray. Where is that? Uh, Germania you know, Park? <laughs> you can look that up. I'll vamp for you while you it's do it. It's on the Jordan River Trail in okay. Murray. All right. Um, really easily accessible for everyone to get to. And uh, it'll be a, like 43 trees as part of this whole um, planting day. At that site, particularly, I think it's about 30 trees. And we can use as many volunteers as you like. So come down, learn how to plant for success. Come join us 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. Do they need to fill out a waiver online first? You can go to treeutah.org and click events to get the information, or you can show up and we will give you a waiver there. What should people come prepared to do dressed as? Uh, you want to wear shoes that are closed-toed and long pants just so you stay safe. We'll bring all the tools, gloves, and trees, and all the soil amendments, everything else you need. I've worked with Tree Utah before my time at KRCL planting trees in Rose Park. So you uh -huh. plant throughout this area as well. We do. All, uh, we're statewide, but definitely with an emphasis in Salt Lake City on the west side. Okay. And also, because uh, you're one of our gifts for good with Radiothon, we mm -hmm. always have a KRCL grove of trees going we in. We do. I'm trying to remember the number that we've done over the last couple of years. I know. It's it's over 1,500, probably 1500 a couple trees. Of this and point. we need yeah. another 1,500 trees, folks. <laughs> so stick around. What's the hardest thing about planting a tree this time of year? Give some tips. It's Punk Rock Farmer Friday. It is the right yeah, time of year to sure. plant a tree. So what would you recommend for folks looking to add a tree in their landscape? Uh, you know, just making sure that you, you really amend your soil, dig the hole wide enough so that you get a good space. You don't have to go super deep down, but really getting into the soil is the hardest part for sure this time of year, especially oh, yeah. after the last two years. And Utah soil, it can be very clayish. So yeah, yeah. you want to break that up. If the root ball is, say, two feet wide, you want to go, what, four feet? Yeah, you want to double it. Yep. And then as deep it is, is at least at that. Mm -hmm. I've heard mixed uh, techniques over whether the roots should at the very top be exposed or not. What is A your A little thought? bit. So planting trees too deep is the number one issue that you have with homegrown trees, yeah. essentially. Lots of times in nurseries, the mulch and things on top in the pots end up covering the root flare. Uh -huh. It's the first big root that comes off of the trunk of the tree, and you really want that to be able to get oxygen to ah. it. So you don't want to bury your tree, and you don't want to mulch right up to the trunk. You want the mulch to start a couple inches away. And how much water does a tree need this time of year, especially coming off this heat dome that we've had? You know, if you have a new tree, once a week, um, like three five-gallon buckets is perfect. And you want to really have the water settling in. You can turn on a hose really, like a really low, mm -hmm. kind of, you know, for a number of hours, uh -huh. or just water slowly enough. Or you can firm up outside of the edges of the tree basin so that you can, Have you a know, ring, a water ring? Yeah, have it collect <laughs> a little bit. There's products you can buy, like those tree gators and things too, that okay. seep water. But. What are the best trees to plant in our landscape as we face this arid aridification <laughs> of know, the state? Um, tree Utah's website at treeutah.org is always updating our recommended <laughs> trees for different elevations. And it um, is always a little different depending on your soil. There's great varieties of, you know, like fir oak is one of my favorites. Um, that comes from the plains and does really well here with the heat and they're like super strong near homes but get enormous over time yeah. and really you want to be thinking about planting trees that are going to be um, improving our air quality and cooling off our neighborhoods for the next hundred years. So. All right. So Tree Utah, planting season starts tomorrow. You still need volunteers for this event. What time they should be at Germania Park in Murray? 9 a.m. And mm -hmm. we'll have plantings basically every Saturday going forward. And so just watch our website, sign up for our emails, treeutah.org. Can't do it without volunteers, right? No, Same as right. KRCL. That's so. Right. Thank you to all the volunteers for Tree Utah. Thank you, Amy May, and welcome thanks. to the neighborhood. Oh, we're so thrilled. <laughs> yeah. All right. So as Amy 
Bernie May steps away from the microphone, we're going to add uh, a check-in here. How are we doing, Jeremy, with the cocktail? Well, I think it's just she didn't want to be too noisy with the ice. No, but, she uh, should be noisy. She should be noisy. She should be noisy. <laughs> Alex, Alex from uh, Copper Common is mixing a drink. It's from the Farm to Glass cocktail contest with... Salt Lake Magazine, they do it every year. How many years now again, Jeremy? Oh, I think we're going on seven to mm -hmm. ten. No, not at least seven. So 15 bars, 15 mixologists. Right. You've outlawed pumpkin spice. Yeah, that was that was a <laughs> request Nutmeg. by our one of our, our our main sponsor, Francis Fecto. For You're like, please. No, no, no more. it's not uh -huh. baking season yet. Well, we we want to get Barb Guy in here to taste this. Barb Guy, longtime supporter of KRCL. How many shows did you have on the station or fill in for Barb? Lean on in and tell us. I had one show for ten years. For ten years, I filled in on a lot of shows. There you go. And you and I met <laughs> when we were children. It's when you were a child. <laughs> And we've known each other ever since. Yeah, and that's right. All right, so you. you're going to be our, our tester here. And we have a couple more. So any adults that would like to uh, <laughs> approach Alex over here. Diego, you are not an adult. Put your hand down. Uh, but uh, Eugenie, we need somebody to sample our farm-to-glass cocktail. How many we got over there? Soli is going to try one. I'm the designated DJ. What? Oh, let me have the virgin one. I'm happy to taste the virgin one. But where's my, where's my lemon and my sprig of tarragon? <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah. What I love about oh, this cocktail is especially is, mm -hmm. and, and I like her I love her name because it, it just, the last spritz of summer. You the know, last spritz. Barb? That was, that's what you're drinking. I've got the virgin one. Yeah, yeah. That, I think that is. And this is um, this delicious. And I, I don't know exactly what's in it, but I love it's herbaceous and lemony and <laughs> and sweet, but not cloyingly sweet uh -huh. and a little bit fizzy. So you have now sampled one of 15 cocktails, Farm to Glass. You need to get I'm the magazine to go for the rest. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jeremy, uh, when's the winner crowned? When will we know? Well, the voting is happening on saltlakemagazine.com. Mm -hmm. uh, all the recipes are on there, detailed. How to make about it yourself. Drink, how to make them yourself. If you want to just do it at home, we, we instituted that during the COVID time. Okay. Uh, but we encourage you to go and visit and vote for your favorites. Uh, ballot stuffing is welcome. Encouraged. This is in a. This is, in this a, is Tammany Hall. Is yeah. what we're talking about, right? Okay. <laughs> right, right. But it, you know, what I like, I love about what everyone did this year is they really kind of followed the idea of. And even though we're probably a little tired of summer after the last few oh days. Oh, my Lord. Don't take us there. I know. The wistful September of like, you know, maybe just one more. And there's all these great seasonal watermelon. Mm -hmm. uh, that One of these, the green, no, one of these has uh, a mozzarella foam. What? Which I am ex I don't. How is that even possible? I don't know. But it comes out of a whipped cream. Eugenie, come on over here. <laughs> Lean in on Barb Guy's mic. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you think of Alex Thompson of Copper Common and her last spritz of summer. Okay, well, this is lovely. It's, um, how do I describe it? It's kind of the perfect thing I need right now. <laughs> and, I'm, and it is nice that it's a little bit cooler, because yeah. if it was, well, if it was 100 degrees, I would still drink it happily. You would make yourself, I, yes. I, I can see. But it's delicious, You would Thank take you. one for the team. But it is, it's, it's lemony, it's light, it's not too heavy. And I even, I said, is this non-alcoholic? And she goes, no, it's I have it's the not. virgin one. I was one. like, oh, okay. I'm FCC so compliant. Good to know. So it goes down very um, lovely. Uh, probably paired nicely with a couple of empanadas over there from Mestizo, right? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. All right. Well, Jeremy, where can people read more about this, but also they can vote through when? Uh, all the, I was sorry. All the way through October 20th okay. uh, on Salt There's just a big button, and you can read all about the cocktails and make your, make your, make your ballot. Uh, you can get a, a, an issue of Salt Lake Magazine on newsstands at, like, Harmon's. And you could knock this out over a Friday, Saturday weekend I mean, if you paced yourself. <laughs> if you paced yourself, okay. yeah. Yeah, but uh, there, it's a lot of, it's, you know, it's, we have a lot of great uh, creative bartenders and restaurateurs, and they, you know, this is a great opportunity to, you know, they're all local, they're all in Salt Lake. And it's time to get back to the bar, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, folks, we'll put a link in the show notes, but what is the website for Salt Lake Magazine? SaltLakeMagazine.com. All right. Thanks so much for coming down. Hey, and Alex, come on over here on the mic one more time. So you made this especially for the Farm to Glass Cocktail Contest. And it's just getting off the ground. Are people responding to it over at Copper Common? Yeah, people like it. Um, it's been pretty popular, fairly popular. We've got somebody <laughs> taking photos of all the, all the ingredients so they can I'm make it themselves. In fact, your, your recipe is online, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, yeah, you can find it all there. All right. Hey, thank you so much for coming down and, and uh, mixing a cocktail for us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks, Al. So we're going to get the zizus of song in just a minute, but I wanted to let people know about about a festival that's happening. You got the Greek Fest going on this week and the Italians next week. Dana Rossi is here from Festa Italiana. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. So how many years Festa Italiana? This is our seventh year. Wonderful. So what you got planned over at the Gateway next weekend? We have lots of great food. We have about a dozen local Italian restaurants with food from all the different regions of Italy. We have music, lots of wonderful live music. We bring musicians from Italy and from all over the country. We have local artists, and we have a lot of fun for the kids. It's at the Gateway, which is walkable here from the Guadalupe neighborhood, actually. I was thinking about all the festivals that happen over there. We've got a Hispanic Heritage uh, Parade coming up in uh, a couple of weeks, too. But Festa Italiana next weekend at the Gateway. And I remember pre-COVID, in the pre-COVID times, uh, you were, would bring the musicians that you brought from overseas to visit us in the station. Maybe we can do that again. I'm not sure who's coming and when, but who can we look forward to? Luca De Palos is coming again. He's been one of our regulars, so he's kind of like part of the family now. Yeah, so Luca's been on the show. Yeah, that's who's been here, and we love to have him. He's coming back. He'll be here next weekend. Uh -huh. uh, we have Ember Scatu is a new band that's coming from Portland. Um, they are originally from Italy as well. And then we have some other return guests, Anthony Nino Lane Band out of uh, San Francisco area, and uh, Corey Pesatura, mm -hmm. Francesco Cavallini, and Aaron Caruso also are joining us again. Fantastic. You know, when George Carhalios was here uh, in the last week or so talking about the Greek Fest, I asked him about the lasting legacy of Greeks here in the Beehive State. What is your Italian story? So. Uh, the Italians have a rich history in Utah. Um, they arrived in the late 1800s and the early 1900s. Most Italian immigrants were brought here for the railroad and the mining industry. And a lot of them really meant to either move on or return home. Um, but they stayed here. And uh, a lot of them formed different fraternal organizations. And the Italian American Civic League was formed in 1934. And it was an organization to promote fellowship and uh, charitable giving and to support people who were far from home. And it's been going ever since then, 1934. You said the railroads. I don't know if it's translating over the mics, folks, to the radio, but you can hear and feel the train going by because we're right here on 5th uh, West and 3rd North, and you can... It makes the station sway. It puts the rock in our roll, is what I've been saying. We can feel it. But uh, Italians, part of the fabric of Utah history, part of the story that needs to be shared and, and amplified. Um, what do you think about uh, Italy um, here in 2022 and what it adds to, to Utah beyond food and, and music and dance? Well, I think it's part of the, the vibrancy of Utah um, and something that is important about our festival is that we're celebrating and sharing the culture and I hope that it, it inspires people in Salt Lake City and Utah to look for ways to share all the many diverse cultures that make us robust and vibrant that, as we are. Well, I think that maybe next year for 909 Day, we need a little of the Greek Fest, a little of the Festa Italiana, all of that. Maybe we can plan on that next year and I have some music. That's a great idea. Okay. Well, what's the website where folks can track down the schedule for Festa Italiana, when and where, and the dates? FestaItalianaSLC.com. September 17th and 18th at the Gateway. You can find our schedule there and uh, all the events pasta and pizza eating contest, uh, music, all the restaurants, and we also have a cooking demonstration stage this year, so lots of new fun stuff. 
Dana, thanks so much for coming down and representing Festa Italiana. Thanks for having me. All right, check tonight's show notes, folks, and you can get the details and catch up with that next week. But now it's time for some fresh homegrown music from our band here, featured tonight, the Zizus. And uh, Georgina Smith is the lead singer and bass player in the band. You guys just played Kilby Court, I think, a week ago today, right? Yeah, just last Friday yeah. we played Kilby Court. It was a super fun show. I I'll bet. Real Flip and Cudney, and it was, a lot of people came out, and it was super fun. So the Zizus, I had someone lean over and go, they're all family, they're all the same name. It's your homage to? Uh, it's our homage to the Wes Anderson film, uh, Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou, which it's not my favorite uh, <laughs> Wes Anderson movie, but we thought it would make a good band name. I agree, I agree. <laughs> so what do you got coming up gig-wise, and where? Um, we got another show September 24th at Wild Pepper Pizza. Um, we're going to be opening for a touring band, Teen Mortgage, so we're excited for that. And then we're going to be, oh, there's a cute dog. Um, <laughs> we're going to be on a Halloween tribute show in, oh, yeah? on October 22nd, where we will be playing as one of my favorite bands. What's that? The Ramones. Oh, man. You guys are <laughs> going to kill it. All right. So you have albums out. Where can people catch up with your music and all your dates? Uh, so right now we have um, our debut EP and a single out on pretty much all streaming services. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, etc. Awesome. So we got another song here. What's this one? Uh, this one's called Detention again. It's also a new unreleased. It will be on our full-length album that we're working on finishing, so you guys are kind of getting a sneak peek of that. I am so <laughs> honored that you guys are playing new material, unreleased material, and I can't wait to pick that up, too, because I just love the Zisos. The Zisus. So, <laughs> fresh and homegrown, detention again on KRCL Radioactive.
As Utah continues to break triple-digit heat records, remember you can escape the heat at Salt Lake County cool zones. These include county and city senior centers, rec centers, and libraries where you can cool off and hydrate. For a map of cool zone locations near you, visit the Connect page of krcl.org. Support for KRCL comes from Mark Miller Subaru and the Subaru Love Promise a partnership with local nonprofit organizations to support and strengthen our community. Now accepting applications for 2023 nonprofit partnerships. More information on Mark Miller Subaru's love promise and application process at markmillersubaru.com. KRCL, your community connection since 1979. Welcome back to Radioactive here on KRCL 90.9. I'm Laura Jones. It's Punk Rock Farmer Friday. Our wish is going out to Aldine to rest up and feel better and be back here next week when we have live music in the studio from Sammy Brew. He's got some new music out and will be joining us next Friday. Coming up at 7 o'clock, it's Democracy Now! with the Amy Goodman crew. Not a sideshow with Circus Brown at 8. Friday night fallout with Keith at 10.30. Get your liquid rhythms with Ken Barola at 1 a.m. Saturday breakfast jam with Shanley at 7 and then Saturday sagebrush serenade. John Florence in the Treehouse at 10 a.m. tomorrow. Last two weeks of any show available on demand at krcl.org. All right, we're broadcasting live here at KRCL 909 Days. Shell, yeah. Oh, hey. It's here with a rock camp hat on. How you doing? I'm pretty good. We're having a good time over here. Uh, folks are bringing some of their odd oddities from home. I'm yeah. loving it. We, we uh, screen printed some boxer shorts <laughs> and a, a tote bag and a few other things. But so when I say the show is for grassroots activists, community builders, punk rock farmers, and DIY creatives, mm. that's what you're doing over there. <laughs> you are like way grassroots uh, screen printing yeah. the KRCL logo and the B on it. You got some uh, rock camp shirts folks can pick up, but yeah. anything you bring down, tea towel, jacket, shirt, pants, boxers, apparently. Yeah, we'll, okay. we'll, we'll try it. We're up for anything. Um, we've got three different sizes and some a uh, variety of colors, but uh, Pick me a good one, will you? It's pretty punk rock. Okay. And remind folks about Rock Camp, what the nonprofit does. Well, uh, it's a, a nonprofit organization that week-long summer camps is what we put on for kids ages 8 to 17. Uh, they are assigned instruments, they form bands, and they write a song all in one week and then perform it for the city. But it's a something that uh, empower marginalized voices uh, to to take up space and be loud. So we love seeing the community helping us out over here. And you can learn to play like the Zizus if you want. Oh yeah. Was, oh man, I was just thinking if, I've told you this before, if rock camp was around when I was a kid, that would have been my summer camp for sure. So Well, we do have it for adults as it's well. It's coming up, right? Yeah, uh, we don't have a date set. Normally we do it in February, but we might, if, if we can lock down a location, we might be doing it uh, around Thanksgiving weekend. So oh. we'll see. I can make that happen. So what's the website where people can catch up with Rock Camp? RockCampSLC.org. Uh, we are obviously on Instagram and Facebook as well, and it's just RockCampSLC. Eric P. Nelson, volunteer coordinator, is going to slide in where you are, Shell. Thank you so much. Will you pick me a good one and hold on to it for me? I'm going to come over after the show and grab something. So Eric P. Nelson, volunteer coordinator, has been working the record sale, which is going on at the 909 Day Block Party. How's it going over there? It is still busy. Really? People it are is, just crammed in there? It has been nonstop since 4 o'clock. Yeah. There was a line around the corner Yeah. starting at like 3.30. And, uh, ah. There's good stuff, though. Okay, so I mean, there's a reason for it. Yeah, we did the blues, we did the yeah. Prince edition, we did the Rando record collection, and the collector's edition. What cool stuff did you spot today? There's an entire box of kids' records. Oh, there you go. We got That's something for everybody. You, you got Winnie the Pooh, you got the superheroes, you got... Uh, <laughs> I saw uh, a whole the, Muppet collection that Gavin, our new uh, executive director, walked out with. Yeah, it's, uh, everything that you're looking for is in there. And uh, it's it's going quick though. Yeah. If you're not down here yet. But geez. we have more stuff because people keep bringing in records and CDs and cassettes and eight tracks. No eight tracks. No eight this tracks year. yet. Okay. No, not yet. Did my Black Sabbath record disappear yet? Not yet. Okay, good. It's I want to make my, sure it's, it's safe. still on my desk. <laughs> Sabotage. Um, so, folks, donate their records and CDs or cassettes to KRCL, and we have the record sale, which raises money for listeners, community radio of Utah, to keep doing what we do, like the block party here. Exactly. Um, so where is the record sale going next? We are hitting the road next Saturday. We'll be at the 9th and 9th Street Festival uh, from 10 to 6. 9th and 9th, we'll be in the parking lot of Barbacoa. Um, we'll have a ton of fresh vinyl that we're 
we're going to be pricing all week. And then the next Saturday, the 24th, we'll be at the Downtown Farmer's Market from 8 to 2. And that's a live broadcast, too, folks. That's a broadcast. And if you're a deal hunter, that's when we do start to wheel and deal. And we start to wheel and deal because we got to move we got to get stuff. rid of it. I'm sick of hauling this stuff I can only turn so many of them into record bowls, <laughs> which are available at the record sale as well. Yep, it Come is. Come and check those out with Clever Octopus. It's been fun. It's been fun getting to meet the neighbors. Yeah. Well, thanks so much. I appreciate the update. Oh, you betcha. Will you find Gavin for me? I'd love for him to come on the show before we wrap, okay? I'll go find him. All right, thank you so much. All right, it is Punk Rock Farmer Friday, and Aldine, although he's ill, he made sure that we had someone to come down for the Urban Farm Report. And joining us now here in the parking lot at KRCL for 909 Day, we have Lacey Papa George from Dairy West. How are you? Doing well. How are you? Um, it's been a while since we, Al and I, came up to your dairy in Far West, your family's dairy. Yeah. How are the baby cows doing? They're the calves? doing great. And their little calf huts? Yeah, they're doing really well. Happy that it's starting to cool off. I'll bet. But as I recall, you had fans. Yes, so we worked really hard to keep all of the cows cool and comfortable, even in the intense summer heat. You do show cows, Holstein's up there in Far West at Papa George. Yeah, that's true. And that kind of brings up one of the things to talk about today. The Utah State Fair is happening from now until the 18th. And tomorrow is one of the days that there will be a show for dairy cattle. How many get in there? Oh, I'm not sure how big it will be this year. I'd guess maybe 40-ish. Animals how many tomorrow. of those are your families? So my family will be showing on Monday during that show, and we're bringing six animals up. So what makes a show cow a show cow? Tell me about the Holsteins you guys have. Great question. So they really look at just the body composition of the cattle, and if they're going to be have a good longevity and be able to be milking with us for a long time, if they can walk well on their feet and legs, if they have a good udder, and kind of that overall. So you show your cows. I'm guessing you get to know them a bit more. Do you name your cows or are they numbered? So our cows have a number and a name. What goes into choosing the perfect show cow name? Oh, choosing the name is the hardest. Um, lots of times we'll kind of keep it within the family. Yeah. So we'll name them sometimes after a grand, like a grandma or somebody that's done well. We have a cow that we're showing on Monday and her name's Violet. And she's actually named after one of her um, great great grand grandmas that we showed in the 80s. Oh wow, Violet, and is that a family name as well? No, because I was going to say I'm not sure how I'd feel about having a cow named after me. But good luck, yeah. good luck. In the meantime, you. you're with Dairy West, so your family has your own operation, but you are with Dairy West, which is. So Dairy West is a nonprofit that all of the farmers in Utah and Idaho pay into, and then we go out and do dairy education and promotion in the community, and so we're pretty active with the Utah State Fair. So what is happening at the fair that Dairy West is engaged in? I hear there's a butter cow. Yes, we have a few things. The butter cow is one of them. This one has been going on for a real long time. And we have some sculptors that come in and create an entire sculpture out of butter. It's always cow themed. So it's really fun to go and check it out and see what they've created this year. Um, I would suggest going to see it. I don't want to give spoilers on what their sculptures so are this cow. time. It's been 106 degrees leading up mm -hmm. to this. So it's in a refrigerated, I don't know. Yeah, it's in basically a big freezer situation <laughs> with a big glass window so that people can see it. How much butter on the hoof, so to speak? About 700 to 800 pounds of butter. Oh my gosh, that's a lot of butter. What happens to it that is. butter after it's sculpted? We actually break it back down into buckets and we save it for the next year because we never <laughs> want to waste butter. We obviously are not going to use that for food in any way. That is a it is strictly for sculpting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what else is going on over at the fair? Something that I'm really excited about this year is our ice cream festival. It's going to be going on on Monday from 3 to 7. And this is really an opportunity to come out and try some ice cream from six different vendors who process their ice cream here in Utah. So it's going to be ice cream from local cows and local farms, which is always exciting. Lots of different flavors and stuff to try. And something that's really cool about the ice cream festival is you know, our farmers are really part of the communities. They live in Utah, they're all over here, and making connections with the community and supporting the community is really important. 
So we have teamed up with the Utah Food Bank and all of the money that people pay to enter the ice cream festival will be directly paid to the food bank. They will be on site and taking those funds. Oh, that is fantastic. See how you're paying it all forward? I love it. So, you know, when we visited, I think it was last summer that we went up and visited, and uh, we were talking about the plight of farmers and dairy farmers. How's it going? What's, what's the temperature? Because it, literally it's been so hot and, uh, you know, the world has been kind of crazy. Yeah, from the farmers that are going to the fair, I'm hearing a lot of excitement. They get really excited for the state fair and they get really excited for the ice cream festival and checking out the butter cow and everything. But I think overall they're excited for cooler temperatures. It's definitely stressful on the humans and the cows on the farm when it's 100 degrees for many days in a row. So we're excited for cooler weather and harvest is happening right now. So that's kind of something that everybody's pretty busy with. Well, where can folks check out Dairy West and get engaged? Yeah, so it, we have a website called unbottled.com, and you can engage with us there. You can ask dairy questions and really find out anything you want to know about dairy cows and dairy products. Thanks so much for coming in, Lacey. I really appreciate it. I'm sorry Al wasn't here to say hello. I know how much he loves what you guys are doing up there in Far West and also with Dairy West. But uh, the fair, again, you've got some Holsteins on Monday that yeah. you're showing, so good luck to you. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Good to see you. I appreciate it. All right, Aldine went on a little road trip, and we're going to share some what's fresh from Cortez, Colorado now. This is Al, the punk rock farmer. I'm on Main Street in Cortez, Colorado for the Farmer's Market, Saturday Farmer's Market. When do you guys start and end today? 730 to 1130. 730 to 1130. I'm talking with Avalon and Ross from Vibrant Earth Seeds, and you guys are saving seed for your local region and it's really important isn't it Definitely. yeah good morning good morning um yeah we've been i've been saving seeds since i was about eight years old and the morning glory showed me how to save seeds by showing me the little brown packets uh-huh all ready you know waiting for us to put them in our pockets and you have bring this them to super other interesting corn here really beautiful tell me about the, the legacy of it so I, I started going to the Hopi mesas when I was around 15 and um, started growing some of the blue corn. And since then I've added some Hopi pink and Navajo robin's egg, some different purples, um, some, some reds and a Oaxacan green dent. Um, and so over the years we've, we've selected for just the most brilliant colors and the most durability. Uh, we focus on short season because uh -huh. uh, that's you know all you can really grow in the mountains uh -huh. where we've been in in places and then um, heat tolerant somewhat drought tolerant we uh -huh. do water but we're focused on flavor flavor is something we need to work on a little more <laughs> for sure um, they all taste great but grindability maybe is in is that it, vein is a category um, that we want to select yeah, for a little bit more as far as just something that'll crack into a nice the, uh, my listeners in Salt Lake tell me a little bit about the history of the Anasazi bean if you can uh, well the ancestral Puebloan or the Anasazi beans they were found in a uh, ruins around this area in northern New Mexico and um, they're about 800 years old and they were still able to germinate so that's pretty cool. We have we sell those Anasazi beans and some Anasazi corn that were also found in ruins. That's so amazing. 800 year old corn, and you yeah. can and we can revive it, totally. bring it back. And this is what you guys are doing, and it's you're passing on legacy stuff, but you're creating your own. You're propagating for making selection and doing and selecting for certain things. You guys know Joseph Lofthouse. <laughs> yeah, big inspiration for us. Where did you meet? Have you ever met him? Um, I haven't met him. My dad's visited him a couple times and brought some seeds back. Um, I've passed seeds along to him through different conferences and friends that go. So uh, yeah, we. We, we definitely have, an have an Instagram a... conversation <laughs> ongoing. Very good, very good. Yeah. So we trade seeds and we have yeah. a lot of mutual friends. So where would people go if they wanted to find you guys' a website or whatever? It's VibrantEarthSeeds.com. And you could email us at info at VibrantEarthSeeds.com. 
Avalon, Avalon, and Ross. Yep. From Vibrant Earth Seeds, we're here at the Cortez Farmers Market. You guys are here every Saturday until when? Yep. Uh, through October. Through October. Yep. And then there's a, a winter market at Four Seasons Greenhouse, and we'll be at that as well. Very cool. And then up in Dolores as well, they've got a farmer's market, and we try to make make it to most all of the markets in this area throughout the year. Very cool. I love what you guys are doing. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, thank yep. you. Al the Punk Rock Farmer, I'm here in Cortez, Colorado on Saturday at the farmer's market with Kim from Red Canyon Farm. Kim, what's fresh today? Hey, we've got uh, cruciferous vegetables. The cabbages are coming on, broccoli's on, cauliflower's on. We got kale. Um, Did you say cruciferous? Yeah. Tell me what that is, dear. Well, they're just uh, vegetables from a certain category called crucifers, and they're just all really, really good for you. Anti-cancer and tasty too. So I'm, I'm sensing some holistic medicine through food thing yeah yeah you bet you gotta you gotta be into that with uh with all the veggie action tell me here. what's one of the best things you have to eat for you here today probably broccoli and cauliflower cabbage too man they're all good they're, they're, they're just great <laughs> and a little bit how about a little bit about your farm and your and what you're doing well we have um we have a 500 tree orchard that interestingly was an old Mormon welfare orchard. Oh, wow. Uh, about mm, 30 years ago, maybe a little 30 plus years ago. So they cleared the land, they planted it in trees, and then they changed their mind. And it never operated as a welfare farm. Uh, and we were able to buy it a few years later. So we have all these beautiful trees and uh, we have apples and pears from that orchard. Very cool. And how much, how much land are you growing veggies on? Well, my veggie plots are about an acre. We our place is 15 acres. You can grow a lot of food on an acre. You can here. it can it can be hard on you to grow. <laughs> one one old gal growing an acre is kind of rough. <laughs> I, I love what you're doing. I love your demeanor. I love your the enthusiasm you have. You can tell that you're really into it, and it's great. Yeah. Hey, hello, Salt Lake. There you go. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, dear. It's nice talking to you. And that is What's Fresh with Al Don KRCL's Punk Rock Farmer. So sorry he couldn't join us this evening. He's not feeling too well. Al, we hope you get better because we got Sammy Brew live in the studio next Friday here on KRCL's Punk Rock Farmer Friday. I'm Laura Jones. Wrapping up the show, we got one more song from the Zizus. In fact, if you can get your butt down here, they're going to play a whole set during the skate demo as well here at KRCL's 909 Day. And joining me to wrap up the show, we have Eugenie from Middays and Women Who Rock. Hey. Hi, Laura. And Gavin Dahl, our new executive director here at Listeners Community Radio of Utah. I heard you went into Odd Stars over there. How many artists are in there? Too many to count, but <laughs> more than a dozen on the Odd Star side, and then the Boxcar side is incredible. It is a trip. And I'm told they're going all the way till 10 o'clock. So folks who make it down here and catch up with us before the end of the record sale at 8 o'clock can also hang and look at all the cool art in there after. We have so many great neighbors and partners here in our parking lot and out onto the street. I had uh, food from Balabe, the food truck. Yeah. Amazing. Taco Daddy is out there too. recommend Balabe enough. I'm so glad they're here. And the record sale has been just going gangbusters. People literally like, I can't carry all these. Can someone help me? <laughs> <laughs> like, the more we help you take them out of here, the fewer we have to carry to our next event. Well, so. and Jankstar has got the flying saucer on fire over there. Oh, yeah, the solar saucer is uh, getting fired up. <laughs> It's pretty fun down here, Laura. I mean, really, it's so nice that KRCL is in this great neighborhood. I feel so welcome and so, so happy to meet so many of our neighbors. You know, Magnum Bikes are here, Tree Utah's moving in close by, and it's, it's been such a great event. And Mark Miller Subaru is here with the art car. People can draw all over it and check it out. And we had the Guadalupe swap going on as well. That's right. There, that's right. There's some beautiful Navajo beading too, some jewelry. And so um, come on down to KRCL and, and check out all of our neighbors. And it's a really nice, it's been a really nice uh, evening. You guys know that uh, I'm not someone who should be caffeinated. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't do any uppers ever. Uh, but I will say that Mestizo Coffee is another one of my my favorite neighbors yeah. in our neighborhood and we have just a few left of their delicious empanadas, empanadas. 
Uh, so if you are in the car heading here now and you find a place to park, good luck with that, yeah. uh, <laughs> then uh, walk all the way back to the back of the parking lot <laughs> to our booth because we have empanadas that we are giving away one per customer. Well, you know, we just want them to go to a good stomach. That's <laughs> really what we want, folks. Mestizos, empanadas, so and uh, so here good. in the neighborhood, they're technically in the Note District, North Temple Business District, which is just where are we were on 3rd North and they're on North Temple and 6th West. They're really a neighbor. The fair going on this weekend, Greek Fest going on this weekend, Festa Italiana next weekend. Also, Avenue Street Fair this weekend also. Mm -hmm. Vegan Fest tomorrow, and uh, Wasa Community Gardens is doing their tomato sandwich their party. Their annual tomato sandwich party, 8th, South, and 6th East. You can find all these events on our website at krcl.org. Go and go under events or check out the rallies and resources page, too. Laura, you've got a lot of great That's information right. there. krcl.org. We have a few minutes before the Zizzies take us out with another song. Great band. They're going to play a whole set after the show here in the parking lot with a skate demo going on with Oddstar. But, but Gavin, you know, you've only been on the team for a couple of weeks now. What do you think of the Guadalupe? Yeah, I mean, uh, I thought that I was starting to get the, the hang of the job my first five weeks working remote. But <laughs> being here now, this is the end of my third week in person. It is just a totally different experience. And what's been amazing today is meeting so many people who've come out who also haven't seen the studio yet. Obviously, COVID is, is still something to be considering. And, uh, and then also at the record sale, person after person after person of all ages says, I am committed to this station. We're rooting for you. And you know, uh, telling us their story, telling me their stories about you know why they listen, who their favorite shows are, um, how long they've been members. I met a guy earlier who said he's been a member of Carousel since 1980, and you know, there's just a lot of we history. We started here. in December 1979, so yeah. you know, he's a he's an OG for sure. And, <laughs> and and also the other thing about the record sale is remember everything that is there was donated by our supporters, mm -hmm. and so when you see these gems and people walking out of there with these amazing deals. That's all, you know, uh, uh, teaching a man to fish type of activity <laughs> because because everyone has given those to the yeah. station and then we get to watch generations go home with music. It's also funny to hear, like, I heard a dad teasing his son, oh, you bought Duran Duran, that's that's terrible. I was like, no way, Duran no, Duran wrote some awesome. great songs. <laughs> so it's just also fun to watch some of that generational music taste and people will really surprise you. Sometimes you might yeah. think, oh, it'll be it'll be gray hair folks who are buying classic rock, but in fact, a lot of teenagers are buying classic rock. Because they've never heard it. Right, and then some of the folks with gray hair can afford the Taylor Swift vinyl for $60 <laughs> or whatever, you know? So <laughs> people, you can't re yeah. judge a book by its cover around well, here. Well, and I relinquished half my record collection this year. Like, I brought it all in, I took a half home again. <laughs> so the other half will come back next year, but I... I, I released my public image limited and I'm like I need that back I'm gonna have to go buy back my records Eugenie mm, mm. oh my gosh so yeah I just uh, want to give one other it. shout out which is to Sully who is I've got the whole list of thank yous and Sully is top of it Sully Sullivan Petchenpang our audio engineer tonight and Bill Ramsey too for making it all happen we got Diego Bradley our uh, our intern here on Friday nights and I'd also like to shout out Eric Nelson for putting on uh, organizing a great Eric. great block party Eric did a great job and all of our volunteers yep, Trina yeah. Morgan the whole team put together a great first annual right yeah first annual hey. KRCL 909 day on September 9th why because it's KRCL 90.9 folks we love our frequency we do thanks so much still time to come on down the party's going until 8 odd stars here until 10 but let's get one more song, Fresh and Homegrown. We're going to go out with uh, something from the Zizus. And again, what's your website where folks can catch up with you, Georgina? Um, I don't remember what our website is. <laughs> but I'll you can find up. us on Instagram, Facebook, even Twitter. And it's just... The Zisus. The Zisus. I'm, I'm working on my pronunciation, but I love the band. <laughs> When's a new album Ooh. coming out? Um, eventually, maybe this winter. <laughs> well, we want you back when the full album is out, and we want the cuts so we can get them on the radio. Uh, what are you going to play to take us out? Um, so this last song we're doing on the airwaves is My Valentine. It's from our EP. So it's not new, but this Shido. is for all you sick, sick single people. <laughs> Fresh and homegrown. Thanks, everybody, for coming on down. This is Radioactive. I'm Laura Jones. Have a great night. The Zisus.
started to talk. KRCL 90.9 FM, HD1, Salt Lake City, Ogden, Provo, 96.7 FM in Park City, and on the web at krcl.org. It might take a while for that rusted-out Geometro in your garage to become vintage, so why not donate it in the meantime? KRCL's vehicle donation partner, Cars, Inc., will tow your car, truck, motorcycle, or boat, give you a tax receipt, and cut a check to KRCL. That means your college SUBI can fuel Sagebrush Serenade and your 1980 station wagon can power women who rock. For details on donating your vehicle to KRCL, drop by the support tab at krcl.org. 